0: yo so where are we we were at ayela yeah ayela is uh has fallen in love ama amedu Amidu, Amidu, amedu amidu. Wait, wait wait hold up hold up do you know where you are do you know what you're doing you are at the queen konging with the queen kong and i don't know about you but if i was you i will follow all our social media channels we're on twitter at queen underscore konging igv queen kong V is T H double E Queen Kong and FB Queen Kong and I'm going to pay a hard time about it but here we go we're doing heart tales and bearing everything pouring my heart out to you guys the from my heart heart tail segment part 2 for Ayala and yeah so my girl fell in love and my girl in form 2 dropped out of school went and lived in Dandora with Majama, with this guy, Yani. He 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 he. As in, it was such a shock for me because I didn't think she would, but she'd already ganged up and become so rebellious against her grandparents. And now you see they're old, they're getting older. And there's nothing much they could do about it. So Sis just lived a reckless life. Just and I feel that I don't blame her because she never grew up with her mom or her dad and only grew up with her grandparents and I do believe that somehow somehow these things affect us. These are the privileges that some of us have that we never get to uh, recognize, to have both parents who are there present for you to even have one parent who's present for you who goes extra mile who stays with you and tries to keep you on the straight and narrow it is no small feat one of Ayela's friend who's a very good friend of mine as well tells me because they dropped out of school almost at the same time But her, she has both parents who really love her and have been very present in her life. She tells me that she's she the only reason she finished school was because, you know, her dad would pray for her and her dad would have beat her up like a good one. <laughs> in fact, I remember this time <laughs> this guy, this two chicks and to job and then came back. And my friend, this is a friend of mine. They, she had a small house outside of their own house yeah so they were drunk they were really drunk and they had come to sleep and then now in the morning the dad went to take them out and found them drunk let me tell you they were both beaten to a pulp so she's telling me in that environment there was no way she'd have ever gone astray but now my friend Ayla had no parents she only had grandparents and then there's only so much that their grandparents could do um it was so hard um she dropped out went and lived in the door with this guy and i think that just gave her, her life a very different trajectory moving forward because in no time this guy was shot and killed and you guys rule of the ghetto when your dingo boyfriend gets killed the first thing you'll be called You'll receive a call from whoever. It doesn't even matter who will call you. But you'll receive a call and you'll be told. Mtuwako Meaning, your person has been, has fallen. And that is code for get out of the house if you're in the house. Pack up everything that is yours or anything that you want and leave in the next thirty minutes because ordinarily in the ghetto if a thug is killed the police come to his house and they find whoever is there and you'll go down with that ngori as an accomplice so that is rule of the thumb in the ghetto i'm just giving you ghetto for one. <laughs> ghetto for one, one so yeah so ayla gets the coil and she has to leave and she runs back to her grandparents and by this time I feel like a mentality has already been formed for her she dropped out of school she didn't think that she was ready to go back to school so she felt like she had no option but to continue living this life and so she moved on to the next guy and I remember the next guy one of the so there are many guys in between because Ayela was a hot shot hot shot But I remember this one particular guy. He was so fine, by the way. I have this thing where I've realized most of the fine men are makangas and whatnot. (laughs) Anyway, so he was, like, super hot. But I remember at one time, she was pregoes for this dude. And this guy came and hit her with a bow like it was a huge wood, the one for building. And just hit her so bad in her stomach while well, she's pregos you guys <sighs> she, i think she lost even that bit as in it was just sad like the life she was living was sad and it was man after man after man after man and other thing i just like to highlight you guys i really i realized that she got comfortable because she's beautiful so many men would give her things so she became I think after some time she mastered the art of being um, a beautiful woman and trying to hustle in this life you know because very soon like she was really in money she had money like guys were giving her money she was just in swimming in money or something and so she sort of never had to work for money um i think three four years ago she fell in love with this other guy who's still a thug and uh, they got her baby and he, she thought he was the one but okay so this is the other thing about this top chain ninjas in <laughs> the ghetto so because every woman wants to carry the seed women do carry the seed because this guy doesn't care so this guy will just you no know, do whatever and give pregnancy to as many women as possible, by the way. They do. And also there's always a rule of thumb. Most uh thugs get killed when their wives are pregnant. So I don't know, there's just a lot around that. So anyway, so this guy is cheating, has many other women other than Ayela, but they have a child together. So Ayla got the child, but after that, like they I think they separated and she continued with her life. So she became mtuarodi and mtuarodi is like a form of prostitution of sorts <sighs> or just prostitution Um, yeah that became her life she started figuring out men I think there's a point that a woman reaches and you know how to work them to get what you want and for her what she wanted was a comfortable lifestyle but she never moved out of the hood she was still staying in the neighborhood Oh something else happened sometime in between all these things, her grandfather died. And sort of that I feel like broke her a bit more because she was very close to their grandfather. So she the they've left Amechanana, this father of the child, they've separated and she's now just living her life. And she's doing this thing called Rodi. So Rodi is, you know, prostitution but like looks much better than, you know, saying is a prostitute. And okay also it's yeah let's leave it at that and um, it's a sad uh, state of affairs because i don't think that's even what she wanted for herself and i feel like she was sad that this is where her life had gotten hard to her mom died uh, shortly after she had delivered her younger sister so she had a younger sister who i call Kasmol. so Kasmol was under her care and she had a son and she had a cousin whose mom also passed on a bit earlier so all these people were under her care and she had now gotten comfortable she knew how to go get money so she didn't work pretty much yeah and so some of the memories that i want to just record are 2020 no 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 2019 december so in our hood this this place that we usually sit it's a salon and we usually you know telling stories and whatnot and i remember she Talk to me. Di- talking to me directly, and she told me um that she wants to go back to school and i asked her what has prompted this thought and she's like she doesn't want this life that she's living she's so tired and she wants to turn a new leaf she wants to become someone different by this time she's already actually converted to be a muslim and she even got a muslim name and whatnot and she said that she wants a very different life she wants to live differently so she wants to go back to school if i know anywhere she can and i gave her a few recommendations and we were really talking about it um Wow, so she was really at a place where she was tired of all that was going on in her life. But uh, then now comes 2020 and uh, Corona strikes. And a few weeks into March, Ayla was sick. She had pneumonia and um, she went to hospital, got meds, but never got well. Then came back and then one day she got really bad when in the house she collapsed and they rushed her to hospital. But she didn't make it to hospital. She passed on. This is last year in March. And so I'm doing this in loving memory of Ayala. Um We had great conversations. I remember she used to tell me the way I love myself so much. She can't wait for the day that I get pregnant. She'll laugh at me. <laughs> she was such a beautiful soul. And I feel like her life would have been so much different had there just been a few different things that we think are obvious things that everyone possibly has, but are actually privileges. Just having both parents who care about you and look after you well, you know. Um, Just having that figure of parent who follows up with you. I don't think Ayala wanted that life for herself woman oh, was so beautiful and for her to have just prematurely died and uh, not lived out any potential not um her son is now i think four years old turning four this year and not having seen her son grow um i think for me is like one of the hardest things and uh, not take care of her small sister and uh, not giving her grandmother like you know a good retirement and what not these are things that were close to her heart and she had wanted to do for herself and for her family but because of some choices that she made and um, and possibly just lack of the wisdom to do better I remember when she st- <laughs> the first time when she refused school I remember going to talk to one of her friends who had also refused to go to school and was like just tell her tell her that it's hard tell her that she should just stick to school and i remember my friend told me that the kind of fire she has inside of her i can't quench and i can't convince her to not go out to seek it out and quench it i I obviously do feel like i wish i did more i wish i talked to her a bit more but i do believe truly believe that i did my part i remember we fought physically trying to convince her to go back to school and stuff like that and it's not just me. I feel like many people in the community actually tried. But, like, she was stubborn and she just felt like the, those decisions are the best at the time, which she ended up regretting eventually. But, like, I don't wish that on anyone, much less a friend of mine. And that's part of why we do this story, so that we never do, um, we never get to see... If we can just help someone out there who's now deciding that, oh, I don't want to go to school anymore. I remember when I was having this conversation with Lakers, Lakers 001, and I remember he told me that one day he found her in one of his friends' house, a a chick who was a known prostitute and... He asked her, what are you doing here, Ayela? What are you doing here? In fact, I think Lakers is the one who started calling her Ayela. Lakers 1 and Lakers 2 are the ones who started calling her (laughs) Ayela. And I remember, like Lakers told me that that was so painful because he couldn't believe that such a beautiful girl was going to sell herself. And it was so sad. Yeah, so this month marks one year anniversary since we lost Ayela and... We loved her so much. I loved her so much. And one of the things that I learned when she died and during that time is that she did live a beautiful life in her own way because so many people came to buy her. It was such a beautiful and colorful occasion. And I do believe she had good times in her life, but I do believe that they would have been so much better. They would have been five times, ten times much better than what they were. And I wouldn't wish that regret upon anyone. It's been real, you guys. It's the Queen Konging, and I pray that you'll be here to listen to the next episode, the next hard tale, the next musing of the Queen Kong. Thank you, and bye!